I almost wanted to scream. The brand new six to filling the gap proudly brought to you by Radio Pulpit 657 AM, your daily companion. All the way from Gauteng to the Cape. Special shout out right now in front of me on social media. I can see people like Mike Peterson. Storm Wars is my spun. I say, Mike, I'll pray for you. And then, of course, we've got Quiz Skulls all the way from Australia tuning in this evening. Nant daal by jylle. Eerste keer wat ek vir luister. Van verlede week af, ek het my dochter universiteit toegevat om medisch te studeer. Sy gaan een neuroloog word. <laughs> ek geniet het baie om met julle te luister Ek hoos sê, jy weet ons geniet het ook om saam met jou te keir So, wat aan julle van die reseek tune? Come on! Huh? Yeah, yeah Het was my belangrik om iets te kies wat sê Hier is ons, die tyd is nou En dit is wat ek nou veel eindelijk wil sê Die tyd is nou 11 minuten oor 7 En jy keir vanavond hier saam met my tot 8 uur vanavond Net als op jou kassie Ek weet nie saam met uh, hoe jy na my luister vanavond nie Luister jy op die radio, luister jy op DSTV kanaal 882 Dalk luister jy op die app Of net al is jy met die livestreaming www.radiokansel.co.za Nevertheless, this evening For the next 50 minutes I've got the privilege and the honor Once again to spend some time with my friend Mr. Brenton Jerome He's got a guest with us this evening But before we go there Please join the chat I've got Colony open in front of me. All the various networks is in front of me. I've got from Facebook feed, WhatsApp, SMS, Telegram, 0826572729, and you can be part of this evening's conversation. All right, so um, what do you think of the sick tune? Come on, just pop a message there and tell me, do I like it? Who's it, Master Kinders? Or whatever the case may be. Away, away, my bro. Who's it, Master Kinders? Mr. Jerome Brenton, what say you, my friend? Away, away, away. Good evening. I'm super blessed in you. I'm good, except that I see your, I, I, I saw your head was nodding when that person said, the stormers just spun. Ooh. Your head was nodding in the direction of almost as if you wanted to back that. You've got to choose carefully now, my friend, what you say. Your next words may be your last. Oh, my word. We can do a funeral live on radio. A stormers all the way. Oh, shame. <laughs> a stormers all the way. Ek, Salvio, but. Ek, Salvio, but. Opposite always attracts. Oh. Okay, anyway. Okay, so listen, you've got a guest here this evening with us. Who's your guest? Please introduce. I have a lovely friend of mine, Ronel. Mm-hmm. She is a sister, a friend, one of the closest friends I have. And she is a guest because of a topic that we're going to talk about. Hey, well, before we go there, can we just say hello to Ronel, please? Yes, please. Hello, Ronel. <laughs> Hi. How are you? Thank you very much. I'm well, thanks. Um, I'm thank you that I can be here. Sorry, how are you? <laughs> no problem. I'm good. Thank you, thank you for being here. Usually I'm just stuck in the studio with Brenton, so thank you for just breaking the ice this evening. No, thank you very much for having me. Um, just by the way, before we go on, um, we haven't reached the end of the show yet, but you've got authority in your voice. There's huge authority in your voice, and you've got to start using it. Thank you. I can see. I can see you want to. There's a part of you that wants to hide. You shouldn't. There's a huge voice behind your voice, and you've got to start using it. Nevertheless, you are on Radio Pulpit six five seven all the way from Gauteng to the Cape. We've got people as far as Australia tuning in this evening. So, um, welcome on in. Thank you so much. That's very awesome. It's awesome to see because I can also see it here in front of me. So it's really awesome to see the reach. Yeah, the reach is actually quite extensive. Um, we've got people uh, tuned in on Monday evenings from uh, Jordan. Uh, we've got people from Israel tuned in. Wow. Uh, we've got a group in, um, in America um, tuned in. Uh, and then there's a, a huge congregation um, Afrikaans movement in Australia that actually takes our podcasts weekly and that distributes the podcast. So we are really far and wide. Hello, Ursula. Thank you for your words, Gab. Um, so 
Yeah, I always say that we gotta, we never gotta, we must never take for granted. Mm. We we get so stuck between these four walls, and we think we we're just doing another show. We're not doing another show. We're representing the voice of Jesus. Come on, huh? Yeah. What are we talking about tonight, Brendan? Well, tonight we're talking about it's basically a question: Are you a demonstrator or are you a spectator to the Word of God? Mm. I think we need to start talking about that because. Um, if I may share quickly, there's, there's a triple S that we will all face. The first one is you will face spectators. Jesus had a lot of spectators. People came and they checked him out and they wanted to see what was going on. Then we will have, then Jesus will have, he had a, a group called a social group with all of those disciples that he had and people that he went to go minister and all of those stuff. Wherever he traveled, there was a social going on. But then Jesus had a squad was with the 12 apostles and I believe they were not spectators they were they were demonstrators to God's word except, except in Gethsemane when Jesus had prayed and they fell asleep yeah <laughs> yeah the Jesus said you can't even stay you can't even stay awake for an hour yo yo so so my question is to all of us here what is it to be a demonstrator and why are people spectators what was the issue? Are we struggling to do it? Because I want to say something. Why did we come to the stop? Because something last week profound happened. My mentor, your mentor, said these words. Share the gospel and only if needed, use words. Oh, I know. Sure. I think I used that in a, in, um, in, in, in devotion or in a yes, preaching that's or what got or my something. attention. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. why I wanted to bring it yeah, forward yeah. because there's also something we discussed and you also said it before. Don't tell me you love me. Show me. Show me that you love me. And, and that is something that I would like us to discuss because there are some people out there who are struggling to demonstrate the word because we are more being a spectator to the word. If I can just see a scripture quickly, mm. as James 1, verse 22. No, man. Because you no, said something man. this morning. You said something this morning and I'm like... But that's why I'm saying no, man, because it, it's my scripture. I used it first. But I'll give you the good news as confirmation. But, but, but it's, it's the third confirmation of that scripture in a, in a matter of 48 hours. Oh, come on. Yes, it is. But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror. And, and when you said in the devotion and what our mentor always said and um, what you've been doing last week and even here at the show, has inspired me to remind me rather be a doer because um, crazy testimony. Crazy testimony. Last week, Friday, um, I had another ball driver take me to youth. You know what he does with ball drivers. Yes, I know. All right. I tell you everything. Right. Okay, sure. I know. All right. Okay. And, when and it's not the bolt driver, it's me. I so, understand. Right. <laughs> so I, I know from first-hand experience what happens. All right, sure. Okay, go for it. Let me hear your testimony. And, 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 and I was on the way to youth, and I'm like thinking and about the message, and then that guy said to me, I know you. And I'm like, um, really? Oh, 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 did you pick me up before? And he's like, no, I know you. I know you. And I'm like, okay, where do you know me from? No, you're the guy who was always in the parking lot sharing the gospel, feeding us, and praying for us. I'm like, oh, wow. So you parked there. So he said, no, brother. I was one of the car guards that you prayed for. 
and sure. God placed mm. me in this job, and I'm like, oh, and that's why he hit me again. What type of duo are you? Am I just saying here, right now? No, I love God. I'm going to share the gospel, but what is my motive behind it? Am I just a spectator, or am I really doing the word of God? But when you become a doer, don't expect anything in return, for God will reveal it to you. Yeah, can I just can I just for a moment be vulnerable there? I'm, I'm, I'm okay being the vulnerable one on air. Mm. And Ronald, I don't know if you agree with me, but um, sometimes being the do, doer is easier said than done. <laughs> um, I agree. It's, you know, our flesh is weak. Scripture says that our flesh longs for sin. And, and our flesh is very weak. And um, we've got a responsibility towards our flesh. So I, got remind, well, I got reminded about that on Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. On Sunday morning, something that very few of you knew was we, we went deep into worship and in praise on Sunday morning's wow. praise and worship. It's something that I haven't felt in a long time. But the Spirit carried my flesh. Amen. Because when I walked onto the stage, my flesh was very weak. Um, I, I, I went through a bit of emotional, personal uh, attacks and personal stuff and not sleeping good and not eating good and um, um, ran to the doctor last week. I was afraid of my heart, something that happened to me. And so my, my flesh was very weak and I walked into the stage and we did praise and worship and that's where I knew that Jesus was in control because I didn't have the personal ability to do it. Yet we reached a level in worship like we haven't reached in a long time. But the moment I stepped off the stage, I collapsed. Yeah. I collapsed. Very few of you guys saw that. At the back of the church, I collapsed. Yeah. Uh, my flesh was, was weak. Now, I'm talking about, I'm talking about, about, um, about worship, but listen, <laughs> be doers of the word. <laughs> it is sometimes more challenging than what we think, especially Amen. when we need to go into a conversation where we got to be the fruit of the spirit, yet inside of us it's flaming. It's flaming, and you just got to, okay, what would Jesus do? What would Jesus do? So I tried to turn the person into a fish, but it didn't work because that's what Jesus did. Anyway, yeah. I, don't, I don't know, Ronel, I don't know, how do you feel about this? I agree what you said about our flesh being weak, but I think in the same sense, sometimes our flesh is too strong in the sense that mm-hmm. it overpowers our spirit and it overpowers what the spirit is telling us to do or say, but it's that we're scared of the rejection, which is more a fleshly thing, if if I can say it like that, um, in my opinion. Um, and I think that sometimes with, with lots of people, especially in terms of praying for people and doing, like, no, my mom won't mind me sharing. Um, my mom had uh, bacterial meningitis when I was in matric. It was literally just before my um, end exams. And they told me about four times that I need to come greet her. She's not going to come home. Um, but in that month of her being in the hospital, I needed to pay the bills and sort everything out. Um, God provided. So I was I had the means to do it, but I had all the decision making was on me. Um, and then when she came home, she wasn't herself. She had brain damage from it. Um, and she had quite a long uh, process to recovery. Um, and in that time, there were a lot of decisions that were left for me to make. And I've realized how many children there are out there that even if it's small things where they have the responsibility to to make sure that things happen. So you get parents where they will 
they expect it from you, but where the authority comes in, they kick against it. Um, and they still, you know, so you still have to submit and honor them. But at the same time, you're doing all the work <laughs> on the other side, if I, if I can say it like that. Um, and then where do you, so if you see that they're about to make a mistake or do something that can undo what you've tried to help them with, how do you honor them, but help them? At the same time. So I think um, just one thing. This is very correct what Daphne just said. Daphne said, that is not for words, so she mag not drink or she mag not rook or she must not mother get born. You must always your hours here without any words. But she says something very profound, yeah, which is very good. She continues to say, um, Nepa, um, I can't for your dalems gaan koop nie. Want Eka is liefde pa. I think I think just to get back to your point over here is I I don't think the issue for me is um, taking over the responsibility. Uh, I think the issue comes in when you take over the responsibility, but the other party in this case, let's use your mother as an example. If your mother was opposed to it and your mother fought against you with every single thing you said, you you, you say that becomes catchy. But if your mother is in a position where she says. I don't have the mental capacity or the ability. I need you to lead me. If it's something that's going to pull your parents closer to Christ, if it's something that um, is godly, expected of you, then, 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 then I believe that that is probably the part where Scripture says, take up your mental. This is the responsibility that God has given you. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, sorry. But so then it's not because I think some people would, would think that it's, it's like you're trying to replace their role. And it's dishonoring them in a sense because you're dishonoring them as the authority or as your parents. But are you making the decision in the absence or are you contradicting their decision? No, well, I mean, you know, I know of a lot of, of children that are in situations where they do need to make decisions. But some of them is contradictory and it is in the sense of the fact that what their parents are asking of them, they know is wrong. Um, and And for me, the same, it was initially I didn't have her kicking back because she wasn't she wasn't able to but then it turned around and it did become a problem we're fine now and she's healthy and healed and that mm -hmm. it, on its own is a complete testimony but um you know there was a it, a time where that was a very real question for me because with all of the decisions that i had to make i had to keep checking with god like Am I doing this the right way? Am I honoring her in doing this? But I think there are lots of children that sit with decisions, especially if you think, again, with the McDwellums um, in all of the stuff that's out there, the way they're put into positions where they need to make decisions that are actually not for children to decide, that's for parents to decide. And then they get the backlash of it, or they kind of get the consequences of their parents coming down on them. But... It's an honor, you know. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tricky situation because I think there's a difference between honor and respect. Yes. Um, I, I just want to make that clear because I, I, I do see some messages coming in where, um, where people may feel that, 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 that I'm, I'm contradicting the word of God, that sometimes we need to respect our parents and sometimes not. No. Let me just not clear that out, okay? I'll always respect my parent, but I might not always honor their request. Does it make sense what I say? Yes. Yeah. And, and, and by not honoring your request doesn't mean I'm disrespecting you. Mm. 
or dishonoring mm. you, you or, or dishonoring you, the, yeah, as the parents. Yeah, so I, I, I think it's very, very important that we that we split those. Listen, guys, um, I know we we chatting. There's, there's, Brenton, you want to talk? But hold on. There's a song that must be played in the show. Okay, so we got to go to the song, and then we'll come back and we'll continue this chat. I get the feeling, I got a feeling yeah. that um this uh, hour is not going to be enough. Nevertheless, <laughs> once again, I don't know how it works. Whenever Brenton's here, I get the privilege of playing the song. I, I don't and know then. how. It works. Um, enjoy this one. This is uh, two very dear friends of mine, Anya and Enrico. And this is a song called First Love. So don't go anywhere. Hello, Hello Rory Ocanso. Enrico and Anya here. It's so lekker that you learn songs on the station. Yo, boy, boy, thank you, Rory Ocanso. And thank you to all the listeners. Bless every one of you. And geniet Dwayne van Rensburg. Se program. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, this their legends die. is Wiley Father and First Love, absolutely awesome, awesome song. Yeah, um, right now what you said is so true. Time flies. It feels to me like we just started, and we've literally got like fourteen minutes left. Eish. That's a scary thought. <laughs> it is, but you know what, Nay? Um, this is our life flies. Yes, that's very true. Oh, we don't, we don't, we don't have time to waste. No, no, definitely. Yet we waste. Yes. Yet we waste. We wait. Well, we, because I still do believe there's so much more we can do with our time. Um, I guess that's why scripture says, Quip the tight. Right. Ne? Mm. Yes, now is the only guarantee. Tomorrow is no guarantee. No guarantee. But uh, thinking about the, the radio industry, um, one of the radio, radio colleagues, one of the big names in South African radio, just want to take this opportunity to share some condolences to okay. the family of, of Mark Pilgrim. Um, without a doubt, a pioneer, um, radio presenter of note. Um, um, a lot of people in the news says he lost his battle to cancer. I don't think he lost. No. I think, I, I think he, he, he fought a good battle. He left his mark. And I can definitely tell you this. He will definitely be missed in the industry of mm-hmm. radio work. Um, but um, yeah, our, our condolences um, on behalf of Radio Pulpit to Mark Pilgrim and um, his fiancée and, and their family. Nevertheless, guys, let's continue. We've got about 14 minutes left. And um, for me, this is always awesome to hear our, our listeners' interaction. Die mama het besluit vir haar kinders gemaakt toe hulle jonk was en sy hulle moes help. Dit is nou hulle beerd. Proverbs 22 verse 6. I think I think um, but now just to get back to the conversation and the example that you mentioned um, I don't think I've ever been in a position where I could literally take scripture and add it to someone's story and it's literally as if the scripture was written to your story <laughs> Proverbs you need to your mom trained you yes. trained you up to the age of 18 something happened and then you took the mantle over yes I'm very glad that you mentioned that story because now um, I'm going to answer the same question that my mentor asked me. Last week, they were, not last week, sometime back, um, I came to his office and I was telling him about a couple of things and he looked at me and he says, yeah, but what is the Holy Spirit telling you about it? What, what, What is the message in it? And that struck me that is a nice Aina struck and I said thank you for telling me that because he, he is someone that still owes me a sharpening I'm not going to mention his name but he owes me a sharpening anyway but he said something again last week this mechanic was busy working on my car and uh, 
whole day I've been giving God all the glory, but everything just got complicated with the car. And it just got more complicated. They brought the wrong part, but the right part has been fixed. And then this mentor says, God wants to see what you do with this little. Because there's something, there's something bigger that's going to take place. And that really hit me. And then it's again, what demonstration am I doing? And while we're busy fixing in this car, we just spoke. No, but, no, but, but, no, but your car broke again. It, it broke again. Why? But then that mechanic came back. Hold on. Why did your car break again? I don't know. No. I want you to think about this. I'm challenging you on national radio now. I want you to think about this and maybe call us the Holy Spirit now. Go. Mm -hmm. Why did your car break again? Explain to us what broke on your car. What did you do to try and fix it? Um, What happened is because we got the wrong part, the, the thermostat, right? The thermostat, this little one. Look at this lovely story. The little one. He's trying to justify. No, no, what I'm, they I'm did. just saying we fixed it instead of replacing you it. Fixed it. Yeah, they glued it and everything. You what? They glued it. You there's what? A, there was a specific glue that they used. Yeah. Was the part supposed to be f glued? No, but it was. But that's why it broke again. Exactly. But the matter. So the story, stop trying to fix your stuff with broken parts. But I'm not. Let me get to my point. Do you get where I'm trying to go with this, Ronel? Yes. You're backing him up? Okay. I, I'm sorry, I am. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. But then the next day, it was it popped. It broke again. But then this time we got the new part. And isn't it ironic I was the one that saw it? Yes, thank you very much. Okay. I did tell you. And then you got the, the next day. So you we got, got the right part. And, and while you were busy fixing it and you were talking there, we just spoke about the grace of God. Because it's happened just here in front. And it popped. You're missing the point here. This is not about you using the opportunity to talk to the mechanic. Mm -hmm. This is the first day you stood next to your car and I told you that God wants to, to get a lesson out of this. Mm -hmm. And you fixed the car with the wrong part. Which means it wasn't fixed. It Which was temporary. Which means it wasn't <laughs> fixed because you used the wrong stuff. Exactly. It was the wrong stuff and, because we and, got the wrong part. And tomorrow it broke. And it, since yeah. since then, it's been working. Why has it been working since then? Because you got the right part. Exactly. You finally got the right part. Exactly. You couldn't get the right so part. So, Leister, I said this this morning at Devotion, and this is what I'm trying to get through to you. Runel understands this. Come now. Otto, you can't do this to me on air. But Listen, I, I said this to you this morning. I said the world... The people that don't have Jesus looks at Christus and sees mm. Christus. We as children of the God of God need to understand that God sends a Christus so that we can get a Christus. Mm. So if you go to James chapter 1, and in James chapter 1, you literally go read what it is. What? James chapter 1, Four verses. it talks about... It talks about trials and tribulations are put on our path so that we get formed into what God intended us to be. How op om goed te spoeg en plak en om mekaar te sit. Use the right parts. Which is the lesson that I got. I had to replace it with the new part. Okay, but now I'm happy. Now, but, but, now but I see the matter that of the story the, is... But I, you yeah. also said that you waited for it, right? You, you had to wait for it to come. I had to do my part. I had to demonstrate. Exactly. To yeah. Because it wasn't available immediately. It was broken, but you had to, you could fix so it. So that I could get on. and pluck. 
in the meantime. But was he supposed to get in his broken car and drive with it? No, get an Uber. So, you- sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I'll, I'll man up to it. Yes, it was. But the idea yeah, is not to hit you. The idea no. is to take this awesome revelation that we got through the broken car. Mm. And you know what you did in the process? Ne? You, you drove the broken part. You risked your own life mm. by traveling in an unsafe vehicle. Just think about that for a moment. How much times do we get hurt in life because we want to fix our problems with the broken mm-hmm. parts that's not from God? And sometimes God wants us to park our car because maybe your idea that day had nothing to do with you and your car. And it had to do with you having to get into a bolt into an Uber because you had to minister to someone, but you missed the opportunity because you took a broken part to fix your car. It's, it's an example. And it's it so sad because we, we're actually hitting you on national radio now. That's not what I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to say how often do we get in situations where we want to fix it with broken parts, yet we get angry at God when the car breaks again tomorrow. But God didn't intend us to fix it with broken parts. I agree. And we do it with ourselves as well, where we are still broken and not ready and we haven't taken the mm. moment, the time mm. and the, well, had the patience to wait and uh, wait on God to heal us. And then we go into an next relationship or a friendship or a job position or whatever it is. And you end up making the same mistake again because you haven't healed properly the first time. Yeah, hurting people hurt. Yes. Yeah, I heard that before. Yeah. Uh, you heard that before. <laughs> 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 okay, let's I got a very annoying message yeah. um, from someone that says, Luister, Dwayne, you had your punt gemaakt, Brenton wil getuig. I don't know, about the car situation. Uh, I assume I interrupted you at the part where you wanted where you wanted to say about the opportunity that God gave you to minister to the mechanic the next day. Oh yeah, I'm, I ministered to the mechanic, and we were talking about the grace of God. And he asked about church and stuff, and then he realized also something about he didn't know. But then, like with 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 you now, like you said, um, you had to parent your mother and all of that stuff. I find it as a an amazing opportunity because I can tell you right now in front of. In front of you, you're going to make a fantastic mother. Thank you. Because you saw that she mothers her mother. Not only that. <laughs> <laughs> Not only that. Sorry for I, that. Have you seen our children? I mean... Oh, we were talking about. We were but talking you, but about you, but you feel me, <laughs> and that drives us a bit more. Just the way Brenton put it, there. you're gonna make an amazing mother because you mothered your mother. Ah, <laughs> uh, Brenton. Uh, oh my soul! Just it's like uh, I'm the victim. It's just I'm mad. No, the joy of the Lord is our strength. Amen. Uh, last week, the last week, my boy was um, um, one of the greatest cricket players that ever walked planet Earth. Is a guy called Brian Lara. Yeah, I saw. And Brian Lara walked over to my boy mm. and he said, Listen, boy, you're dancing today. Mm. Put a smile on my face, despite the fact that my team just lost an na- international test match. Mm. The game is done. Everybody is negative. And yeah, I stand on a sports field mm. and I look to the grounds and I see a young man dancing. And then I realized that the joy of the Lord is my strength. Amen. And Brian Lara called my boy over and he gave my boy the most beautifulest word. Mm. about the joy of the Lord. Amen. So, people listening right now, um, are we having fun in studio? Absolutely we are, because we, lo- we, we love each other, but the joy of the Amen. Lord is our sin. Ronel, um, I think, I think you, you, might have to, you might have to join us again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you very much. I would love to. 
Yeah, well, why not? Brenton's on every first Monday of the month. Yes, table talk. Table talk. So you can just as well come join us whenever we, we're doing it again. It's ironic there because we, we gave it a theme at the start of the show and we ended up in the opposite <laughs> spectrum. Definitely. <laughs> but it's okay. We call, we call that the Holy Spirit. Anyway, Brenton, we've got two and a half minutes left. Um, what, what, what skit in die leven van um, Ronel en, en die type dinge? Praat met ons. Sê vir ons, is daar mense wat kan uitreik na jou toe? Is daar social media platforms waar hulle vir jou kan kom keier? Is jy een oopkanaal vir mense wat hulpkoord? Is, uh, geef ons een scoop on dit. Um... I'm actually terrible with social media. That is one of the things that I'm trying to uh, adjust in my life at the moment, to be honest. Um, I, with businesses, I'm great with social media, but when it comes to my own stuff, not so much. Um, I definitely um, want to get more involved and, well, just generally with outreach and um as the topic was supposed to be doing and not just... Um, being specta- spectators of the word. Um, but so it is something that I, I promise to work on so that next time when I'm here, then I will be able to actually give um, give us a social media platform in which or on which I can be contacted. So so let me let me give an example on what she just said. There. She's, so she's got homework, okay? For yes. Okay. So, so the best way for me to explain to a non-Christian person what we were talking about tonight Okay, do you want to hear it? Yeah, okay. please. Um, it's ironic how the best rugby referees are always next to the bride place. <laughs> it's ironic how the number one political answers are discussed around the bride place. The best reef is always the guy that knows better next to the bride place. And the guy that knows the answer to all of the mistakes in Parliament mm. are the one next to the bride place fear. Amen. Until you call him to go vote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And then he doesn't go. Yeah. And my instemiki gaan hier verschil maak me in the meantime he takes one single vote to change the entire country. Come on. So we want to have our opinions but we don't really want to do something about it. Mm-hmm. It's like every last Monday of the month it's myself and Reverend Paul Coupe and we talk about kingdom legislation and what happens in parliament and what happens in our government level yeah. and it's ironic because when we call to action when we, when we call the church to action yeah. we've got very few church members that goes to DRSA and 4SA yeah. and submit submissions to stand against the legislation and the policies changed by government and now we have to listen to our clock and you time is gone wow now can I can answer to it <laughs> My day has just been running from... I went to bed at 1 this morning. I had work to do. Yeah. And we were up at 5 again this morning. And I just... I just, I haven't been I haven't been home. I was at home for half an hour just to go get out of my formals and mm. got into my blockies. And then she pitches up your dress like beauty. I'm telling you. Uh, be- well, at least beauty and the beast do not make sense. <laughs> it absolutely makes sense. Beauty and the beast. Ronald, it was nice to meet you. And we would like to meet you again. Thank you. I would Cool. Um, um, all I can say to you is very important. Stick around, um, hang around the right people. Now, you will become a product of who you surround yourself with. Thank you. Choose the right ones. There's going to be wrong ones. I, I know. <laughs> Boot them. Uh, <laughs> yes. No. Definitely. Boot them. I can't say much about the people you hang out with. 
<laughs> Sorry, dude. Ik zie zo slecht als een krant te zien. One Maar nou, geval was een voorrecht voor mij in Brenton en Ronelle van Hans, met jou te keir. En um, dus absoluut voor onze eer om in die gap te kunnen staan voor die koning. En um, ek sê vir jou, hierdie gaan nie oor een van ons nie. Dat gaan net absoluut oor die koning, wat voor ons ongelooflik lief is. So, ek het het baie goed gedink gegeven die feit dat ek een Cape Townian by my het in die studios en namens Brenton Jerome, hoe is het my bra? Hoe maas ek kinders? Het ek het goed gedink om twee Cape Townians een liekiet uit te speel vir jou oh, vanavond? Nee, jy het dit nie gewet nie, nee? Twee ongelooflike, ongelooflike legends en um, ja, ek het actually vir my boodskap gestuur en hy het my boodskap te laat gelees so hy kon nie, hy kon nie vanavond vir ons shout-out gee nie. Ek wil gehad het nie, mis vir my fellow Cape Townian daar al die pad van die kaap of al ook sê, so hierdie is vir jou luister, baie mooi, en uh, daarmee groet ek julle tot volgende week selfde tijd selfde tijd. Volgende week, Fransjo Boys social media sensatie, hoe is het samenleving? Keir saam met my, net die op Radio Kansel. Brenton, hierdie ene is vir jou, hierdie liekiese naam is Wil Jai. Dis nou Divisie Cup, Wil Jai. En dis twee Kuiptoniens, ek laf al het Elton Janssen featuring Neville D. Tot volgende week, blessings julle, bye bye.